Okay, hello everyone. We're just gonna give it a couple more seconds while folks um, tune into their audio. I'm gonna go ahead and shut the door because my cats are very loud. Okay, I'm gonna give it just a couple more seconds while we have some more folks joining us from the waiting room and then we will get going. Okay, great. Um, good evening, everyone. My name is Ellie Hogg. I use she, her, hers pronouns. I am the program associate for the Office of Student Success and Transition. And tonight we are joined by some of our lovely orientation leaders and my colleague Channing Francis, who will introduce himself in just a minute. But mostly we are joined by your, you and your fellow transfer students. Um, so if you've attended some of our informational Zoom sessions earlier this summer, you may notice that this is a slightly smaller and more intimate group. That is normal, that's a good thing. Transfer students make up about 10% of the incoming class. Um, so tonight will just be an opportunity for you to learn about some resources available to you, um, answer some common questions that transfer students have, and maybe get to know each other a little bit better as well. Um, so I am just going to do a real quick reminder about um, what our office does and how you can get a hold of us. Um, if you have, again, been to any informational sessions this summer, or if you've been to one of the Summer Connection sessions, you have likely already heard this little speech, um, but we are the folks that make sure you have a smooth transition to Berea College, and then we're also there to support you academically holistically throughout the rest of your Berea College journey. So you'll get to know us better throughout this summer and once you get here in August, and then we will be a resource for you until you graduate and maybe even beyond that. Um, so at this point, I'm gonna turn things over to my colleague Channing. Um, if you all have questions while Channing is talking, please feel free to pop those in the chat. Um, and then at the end, we'll go through those questions and you'll also have the opportunity to unmute yourself and chat with us then as well. Um, so Channing, I will go ahead and turn it over to you and just let me know what you need in terms of screen sharing. Everyone, my name is Channing Francis and my pronouns are he, him and his. Um, I'm the Student Success Advisor in the Office of Student Success and Transition. And what that means is I work in our office with Ellie and our other colleagues on um, many of our transition programs and many of our efforts to support student success. But one of the unique things about my role is that I get to serve as the academic advisor for about 80 uh, students each year. And that group of students includes all of Berea's incoming transfer students. And so um, my position was created um, for several reasons, but one of those reasons being that transfer students at Berea um, have less time than normal Berea students that uh, who join us um, fresh and first out of high school. Um, transfer students come to us with varying degrees of academic credit. Um, so some of you have um, one year at another college, some of you have an entire associate's degree, so you've spent two or more years at another institution, and so you're coming to Berea. Um, and you plan to complete your bachelor's degree here. We're really excited about that. We do think that um, transfer students contribute uniquely uh, to their courses at Berea. Um, and so we think they're among some of the, the best uh, students at Berea and they want to use their time at Berea really, really effectively. So um, all students um, at Berea who begin their education here are given eight terms, so a fall, um, and spring, what many institutions refer to as semesters, we call terms. And so students are given eight uh, terms to complete their um, Berea College education, unless you transfer here, which all of you have. And so your credit will be evaluated by the office of the registrar and the registrar's office will determine how many credits you, how many um, terms you need to complete your degree. So oftentimes, um, stu transfer students are given anywhere from four to six terms or two to three full academic years uh, to complete their degree. Some of you are gonna choose uh, to use summer terms uh, to complete uh, all of your degree requirements. Uh, some of you are gonna need additional uh, 
term to complete your degree. And we will talk about that um, as we work together this first year um, to help uh, you work out um, the classes that you're going to need to take uh, to complete your degree. So um, maybe you can thumbs up if you've submitted your final transcripts to Berea. So thumbs up uh, reaction. Yeah, some of you are just uh, thumbs up and that's great, but thumbs up reaction uh, if you have submitted your final transcripts to Berea. That's awesome. Uh, thank you so much for doing that. Those of you who haven't, um, maybe one of the OLs can find on the registrar's website the link for transfer of credit and copy that into the chat um, so that uh, everyone will know where to send um, your transcript so that it can be evaluated by the registrar's office. Um, you're going to hear in the next couple of weeks from the associate registrar, Kathy Wallace, when she completes the evaluation process for all transfer students, she's going to send you an email and that in that email is going to say, um, hi, student, um, I have finished completing the review of your transcripts. Um, that information is now available to you and so you can log in uh, to my Berea and see how, um, how your course is transferred. Many of you are going to be able to use the courses that you've taken at other institutions to satisfy um, many of Berea College's general education perspectives. So um, the general education perspective and in international or the, um, the perspective in religion or the perspective in uh, Western history are satisfied by many of the classes that you have taken as a community college student or at another institution. And so once that evaluation process is over, um, Kathy is going to send you an email. So for now, um, you might be asking us questions. Some of you have sent us emails that have said, hey, can you tell me how my credits transfer? And until we, until we hear from Kathy, um, unfortunately, I can't do that. I can roughly tell you, maybe if you have a copy of your transcript, like what your classes may count for, but really she decides on behalf of the college how your, your credits transfer. Some of you may have completed significant credit in um, a discipline. So if you knew that you were going to major in education, maybe you took a lot of education classes. If you knew you were going to major in nursing, maybe you took a lot of nursing classes. If you knew you were going to major in psychology, maybe you took a lot of psychology classes at another institution. And so some of those classes, because of a long-standing history of knowing that community college class, um, the community college Psych 100 class transfers as Berea Psych 100, that's a pretty easy equivalency. And so you will see some of your degree classes transfer. But because um, some upper level classes are not named at other institutions, what they're named at Berea, um, some of those will not transfer right away and we'll need to engage in a process. And I can, I can definitely support you in that as your advisor in, um, in just making sure that all of the credit that you have will transfer to all of the classes at Berea um, that they're going to take. And so that process is something that we will engage in um, as one once we hear that the uh, process is completed by the registrar's office, but then also in advising meetings. And so um, once we hear from Kathy, you're welcome to schedule a virtual meeting. Um, I will share how to do that in an email with you. We have a really great system that allows you just to click a link in our email signatures and schedule appointments. And that system is called Navigate Berea. Um, we're going to we will use that system and you'll be able to do that in a couple of weeks. You'll hear uh, from Kathy and from me on how to do that. Um, and we'll have individual discussions about your degree audit and how um, your classes. At that point, we also hope that the Office of Academic Affairs will have your schedules done. So we'll look at those together um, and just see what your, your classes you're registered for and ensure that you are taking um, the classes that you need to, to um, make the most of your time at Berea. Um, so the other important thing is the college needs to know what um, your area of academic interest is or what you intend to major in. And so that is really important for transfer students, just knowing that um, you have anywhere from uh, four terms to eight terms to complete your Berea College education. We want to make sure that uh, we know your major so that when um, our Office of Academic Affairs staff is building um, your schedule that you are enrolled in classes um, that you need. So someone asked, how soon will schedules be done? Will they be done as soon as we arrive to campus or during welcome week? We hopefully they will be done uh, before the end of July. So that is, I think the goal is that those would be um, 
completed um, by our Office of Academic Affairs by the end of July and then announced to you. And so some of you will immediately say, hey, like I would like to talk about this and we'll schedule a virtual meeting. The great thing is, is that during Welcome Week, there's also a period of time um, where there will be advising meetings where we can also talk about your schedule during that week. Um, they will be in the portal. So um, once um, they are up, once they have been created and uploaded, um, they will be available on the academics tab. And the Office of Student Success and Transition will send you an email um, letting you know that your schedules are completed in a couple of weeks. So I want to um, just show you our website where um, we have put a lot of information about being a transfer student and what that looks like um, as you're making academic decisions. Um, and so I'll ask Ellie if she can share her screen and um, navigate to our website, just so you can see a lot of the information that I just shared is there. And so sometimes that's helpful to know in written form. So over on the left hand side, you're going to see an incoming student button. You'll click that and scroll down just a little bit to start your transition. And if you click there, there's going to be a short welcome from our director, Dr. Chris Lakes. And if you scroll down, there's a transfer student section. And if you click academic resources, um, that um, site has a lot of the information about what it means to be a transfer student, um, how you should submit your transfer credit, um, how, it, how oftentimes transfer credit counts for, again, general education requirements, but then there's a, a unique process that you'll work with your academic advisor um, to make sure that it counts as a major requirement. And then if Ellie continues to scroll down, um, you will be able to see some of the other um, information that we think is important. Again, the number of terms you have to complete your Berea education is determined by how much credit um, you have entering Berea. Sometimes there's a, a confusion about the declaration of major process at Berea. So when you apply and throughout the admissions process and the orientation process, we ask you to declare an area of interest. So like if you know you're going to major in business or you know you're going to major in nursing or you know you're going to major in peace and social justice, then you tell us that at the beginning. But the official declaration of major process doesn't happen until your fourth regular term. So for students who come in and begin their Berea College, their education at Berea College, that's the second, uh, the spring term of their second year, their sophomore year. Um, for transfer students, that's a different term for everybody, just because you all come in with various um, degrees of credit. What's really important, um, and I think I, I shared, alluded to this before, is that some majors at Berea do take a full eight terms to complete, like nursing. And so it's really important for the college to know if you want to be nursing, if you want to be education, if you want to be business, or sometimes um, engineering and applied design. All of those majors have a few more classes than, than some of the others. And so the college will want to know if you um, if you told us during the admissions process you are interested in being a sociology major, um, but something has caused you to want to be an accounting major, a, a business major with a concentration in accounting, the college would want to know that just so that we can um, change your um, course preferences uh, to reflect that new major. It's important to remember, um, and this has been shared various times, if you've been at our summer connections experiences or in some of our other information sessions, you know that the college builds your first uh, schedule for your first term. And so that's what I said, the Office of Academic Affairs is working on those. We hope that they'll be ready by the end of July. You will receive an email from us when they are completed. Um, if you wanna make changes to that, you can contact me um, and we will talk about that either in a meeting before you arrive to campus or once you arrive to campus as part of Welcome Week. Um, GSTR 210 is required. So some of you have already taken English 101 and English 102 at another institution. And so given that you are transfer students, many of you have already waived GSTR 110 or the intro um, to critical thinking and writing course that we require students to take, but GSTR 210 must be completed. Um, and then the math placement test is required. So all students, including transfer students, must complete the math placement exam. And so you can waive that exam if your um, ACT or SAT scores are high enough, but um, all of us um, at Berea, myself included, had to take the developmental math exam um, to ensure if, 
if we needed to um, to see if we needed to test if we needed to complete uh, developmental math. Um, someone asked, are dual enrollment credits from high school and AP classes considered acceptable for transfer credit? Yes, they are. And so you will follow, um, let me just get that link for you. The transfer of credit process um, happens the same, whether that be credit from an institution, credit from uh, the college board or credit from um, an AP placement test. All of those, um, you will complete the transfer of credit process for all of those to, to transfer students have to take the math placement test. If you do have to take the math placement test, if your, your ACT scores or SAT scores uh, don't um, help you waive that. So even if you've taken college algebra or another math class, statistics or discrete math as part of your first year or second year at another institution, um, but your math scores um, on the SAT or ACT are below where they need to be, then yes, you still will have to take the developmental math placement test. So it's, it, it is possible that you have completed a math class as part of your education somewhere else, but ha still have to take developmental math. And so I would encourage you, um, if, if you think that you need to, um, one, you've already been contacted by our office, you'll be contacted, I think again, because um, we have another math placement test coming up, um, but um, it, it is in your best interest to study and to, to test out of that um, developmental math course um, if you think you can. How do you know if we've received all your transcripts? Well, um, that is a little tricky because some of them come by mail and some of them are submitted electronically. And so there isn't a great way for us to, to notify you uh, that we've received them since we've received so many of them um, at once. The best way to know is, is, is one, have you sent them? And so if you've sent them most of the time, it, there are exceptions, but most of the time um, they do get to where they need to go. So if you have submitted them, as part of the admissions process, um, or if you have submitted them as part, uh, as requested uh, by your admissions counselor as another part of the, the orientation process, then um, you are good to go. If you know that you have not requested your institution send your final transcript, which means that your grades were posted in the spring and we have that transcript with those grades, um, then you'll want to do that, go ahead if some of you are taking summer classes, what you'll want to do is request a transcript, but ask them to hold it until final grades are posted. And most schools have an option to do that on their website. So you'll want to select uh, hold until final grades are posted. Um, no, you won't be able to take the, the placement test because you didn't have access to a calculator because that's actually part of it. So the developmental math placement exam does not allow students to use a calculator on it. Anyone else have questions about math placement or um, schedules or anything that you think we could answer? Um, and feel free to unmute yourself and ask as well. Um, I do have some frequently asked questions that I wanted to go ahead and address because these are ones that we've gotten emails about quite a lot. Um, we've had some emails from transfer students about bringing cars to campus and new first year students at Berea College are not permitted to have vehicles on campus. However, because you are a transfer transfer student, excuse me, um, you will come to Berea College not typically as a first year. Um, so you may come in as a sophomore, you may come in as a junior, and however you come in with those credits is how you rank um, in terms of the car, the application to have a car on campus. So it is possible you would be allowed to have a car on campus. And I see more questions coming in. So we can go ahead and open those. um channing if we are not happy if they if transfer student is not happy with their schedule would they be able to request a change yeah so that is definitely something we can talk about um some of you are going to need to take the classes that you are signed up for uh just because one they're part of the major requirements or they're part of a general education requirement so uh sometimes there is flexibility uh to change schedules and sometimes there's not and so if you um, look at your schedule and see that there are classes 
um, that you would prefer to take, uh, that's a conversation we can have. And if there are classes that you just don't think for some reason that you should or could take, um, we can have a conversation about that at that point. But hopefully, uh, Dr. Scott Steele, who is now our provost, um, has for the last 10 years or so been building first year student schedules, and he will continue to do that this year. Um, and he works really hard um, using the course preference form that you completed uh, to get you into courses that you're interested in that reflect the major requirements of your, your intended major and that reflect, reflect the college digital education requirements. So he does a, a really good job trying to balance that. Um, someone asked, AP scores from the College Board of Admissions, but when I emailed SST, they weren't there. Should you resend them? Um, I would talk, um, do you know your admissions counselor? And if so, I would communicate with your admissions counselor and just see if somehow uh, they got held up and were not um, processed correctly. And if for some reason admissions has them and they just weren't uh, sent over correctly, then um, uh, I would, um, I would check with admissions first before I had them resent by the college board, since I know there's a cost attached to that. Um, I see a couple questions that are more specific to student life, but we should still be able to answer them. Um, for requesting a roommate, you should have received um, an application, or excuse me, you should have received an email from um, housing, uh, Bray College Housing, with a link to request a roommate. I believe that was at, went out in late June. Um, if you can't find that, please email housing at berea.edu and they should be able to assist. Um, and Shala, could you drop that email address in the chat, please? Thank you, ma'am. Um, oh, um, policies on visiting home. Um, as I understand it, in the fall, there will be no restrictions on leaving campus, so you should be able to visit home. Um, I would encourage you to not go home too much because you want to make sure that you're engaging with the campus communities, but you, or the campus community, excuse me, but you should be able to go home um, on weekends and that sort of thing. Again, that will all be communicated through student life as well. Um, oh, the application for the car. Um, has not been updated yet for this coming fall, but that should be available online before too long. If you don't mind to just email sst at berea.edu, we can send that your way once it becomes available. Um, and I do see a question. This is a good question. Um, when we're assigned a roommate, are we assigned another first year or do we get someone who is um, the same year? So a transfer student. Um, Channing, do you know the answer to this question? I do. So oftentimes transfer students are not placed in first year halls. It really just depends on hall availability and space availability. But oftentimes um, they, uh, our housing team uh, works hard to place transfer students in upperclassmen halls. And so, um, Sometimes that's not the case, just given on, on space restrictions and the space that, that we need to have and that we have to give to incoming students. Um, but oftentimes, um, most of the time, transfer students are placed in um, halls with upperclassmen students. And I'm gonna drop the housing email as well because they can answer roommate specific questions. Um, sort of in that same vein with student life and housing, um, we do have a non-traditional student program. Um, so if you are, and sometimes transfer students are non-traditional students, sometimes non-traditional students are not transfer students, um, but you are considered a non-traditional student if you are 23 years of age or older, if you are married or if you have a child, any of those three on their own or a combination of those three um, and that means that you are eligible to live in the eco village, the application to live in the eco village, I believe has already passed. Um, but it also means that you have an extra support network. So Brianna Lawson is the non traditional student program associate and she's excellent. There is a non traditional student center on campus. It's in a really cool house. 
Um, and there are resources available if you have kids. Um, so that's a really cool space that you should take advantage of if you fall into that category. Um, and I'm going to drop Brianna's contact information in the chat momentarily. And also feel, you're welcome to drop questions in the chat, but also feel free to unmute yourself and ask them as well. Um, we want this to be a time for you to talk as well. Um, so please feel free to do so. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. My name is Kamari Dawson. I'm a transfer student from Miami, Florida. Um, the question I have pertains to the, the degree works. So um, I wanted to know when can we expect an update on when the degree works, degree works would be updated because I check right now and it still says I'm a freshman. However, I did my freshman year of college, the 2020, 2021 school year. And I was, I was supposed to be a sophomore so um, I wanted to see when we could expect an update on the um, on the an update on the you know update. I'm sorry, but yeah, I think you understand what I'm trying to say. So when will your DegreeWorks portal be updated? Yes. Okay. So DegreeWorks updates in real time. So once um, Kathy Wallace, the Associate Registrar, evaluates your transcripts and enters um, your previous coursework. Um, that will update in real time. So I, again, I would probably, you right now, DegreeWorks is open to you. You have access to the MyBurea portal. You can see DegreeWorks, um, as Kamari just mentioned. Um, but until she says, until she sends an email to you that says, um, hi, Kamari, um, I've evaluated your transcript. I've entered your previous course information. Please review it and let me know if you have any questions or speak with your academic advisor if you have any questions. Um, it really will just show um, that you are a new incoming student. So it's populated um, your profile because we've created a username uh, for you to access my Berea, but nothing will be in there until uh, the registrar's office evaluates your previous coursework uh, and your transcript and then puts that previous coursework into DegreeWorks. It's a great question, Kamari. Ooh. I can answer this next question, um, but our orientation leaders can also answer this next question. Um, so if one of you wants to unmute yourself, feel free to do so. Um, when is welcome week slash orientation and is it in person? Shala, would you like to take this one? Yes, I would love to take this one. Hello, everyone. For those, Sorry, ignore the rain. It's being very disrespectful. I know we're in a meeting and it's just deciding to downpour right now. But I am Shala, um, she, her, hers pronouns. I'm the student orientation coordinator for the orientation team. And welcome week, wait, let me double check the date. Let me just double check because in my head I have when I move in. So I should just, I should just double check before I give you guys false information. And I was right. It is August 14th through August 18th. So August 14th is a Saturday. It's the day that you guys move in, get settled. We will be there in our nice orange bright polos, helping you guys move in in person. And then from Sunday to Tuesday, we have like a bunch of events scheduled for you guys just to get acclimated with campus and everything like that. And yes, it's on, um, it's all in person. Do you need to be there at a specific time? So it, Yes, the answer, the short answer is yes. Um, that you'll get more information about that as you find out your dorms and your RAs and your housing staff will email you about move-in times. I don't think that the college has selected the exact move-in times. Um, it's typically something from like, you know, 10 a.m. to like 5 p.m. or something like that. But just think in the realm of those hours, but you will be getting an email soon um, talking about when, um what time you will move in and they will send that I feel like they're going to send that within this month sometime so I feel like maybe in a couple weeks maybe two weeks or so be on the lookout for an email from housing make sure you all are checking your email I know Berea sends a lot of emails but it is very important to keep up with your email because you will miss vital information if you do not um as I missed class today because of this exact situation so just make sure that you're staying up to date with that information um but yeah, so that's housing and that's who I am. And I look forward to getting to know all of you soon. So Nick asked a question that is really good. It says his major is history, even though 
Um, he put down education and registration and admissions process. He's interested in being a history professor. Is that an error or not? And so at Berea, um, each institution does this a little different, but at Berea, um, when you are majoring in education, unless you are majoring in, K in um, elementary education, you actually major in the subject area where you're going to teach. So if I'm getting a degree in English education, then I'm English and my concentration would be secondary education. Nick, you're, if you are interested in being a history education major at Berea, you will major in history and your concentration will be education. Um, I see. An Kansas asked if a master required this year or just uh, the vaccinations. And so um, right now, uh, the college has the policy right now is that if you are vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask on campus. And um, it, it seems like this upcoming academic year, if things stay as they are, we will not um, have to wear a mask. Um, just given um, that this still is a public health emergency and things are changing every day, um, there could be um, a situation where we would need to return to wearing masks, but we are hopeful um, that things will continue to improve and that we will continue to have um, a mask-free classroom and mask-free offices uh, in the fall term. All excellent questions so far. Again, feel free to unmute yourself. I've got a question. I'm David. I'm a live world on the internet, so the last couple of Zoom meetings I've noticed. And just time for this one. Are there, are there links to where I can go back and, and actually view those? Because you're, you're actually cutting out too. I, I have satellite internet, so it's really bad. Um, I'll answer in the chat. Okay. So I think that, David, uh, your audio may be a little loud. So if you could turn it down, that might help with some of the feedback issues we've had. Um, but Ellie, I think maybe you could repeat uh, your answer to David just so we catch it on the audio. Yeah, absolutely. So um, anytime we do one of these evening informational sessions, they are available within a few days to a week, um, depending on how busy we are in the office. Um, the audio from these sessions is available as a podcast. It's the Berea Bound podcast and it's available on Anchor, which is sort of like Spotify. Um, but I'm going to put the link to those podcasts in the chat. Um, okay, so I'm seeing a question about labor. Um, when does labor begin on campus? Channing, when does labor begin on campus? So you'll be hearing more about the full welcome week schedule in a couple of weeks as we as our office finalizes that with many campus partners. Um, but I will go ahead and tell you that labor will begin on Tuesday, um, the 17th. Um, Tuesday the 17th will be a labor orientation for all incoming students, including transfer students. And so um, that will just welcome you to the labor program, uh, let you know how important labor is uh, at Berea, 
and um, then you'll get an opportunity to train with your new labor supervisor in the afternoon. And so um, that um, has been that way. And so then um, students will be expected to report to their um, labor positions, usually at some point after that. Um, all of us, um, all of the 120 different departments on campus who have labor positions uh, schedule a little bit differently. So some of you will have a set schedule that uh, is the same for the entirety of the term. Some of you will have a schedule that goes from week to week or is biweekly. And so your labor supervisor will communicate um, that to you once your labor supervisor, um, your labor assignment is finalized and sent to you. Are there other questions we can answer for you? I don't know if one of us mentioned this already. You probably, again, this is a piece of information that you've probably been um, hit over the head with several times at this point. Um, but if you have any questions, if, there's, if it's something you don't feel comfortable asking in a public space, that's totally fine. You can always email our office at sst at berea.edu. Um, so even if you think it's something that might not pertain to something our department does, email us anyway, and we are pretty good at making those connections with other folks on campus. And I see that another question has come in. Um, can students request a different labor position? Um, they, this person was saying they mostly have experience in customer service, but they're interested in possibly working on the farm. So Shala, are you raising your hand? Okay. I just wanted to answer it. I just want to talk to you guys. Um, so in terms of your labor position, here's what I know as a student. Um, so when you're incoming, um, you do not necessarily have exact control. You just kind of fill out your SOAR and um, fill out your resume and they will place you for at least that first year. But we do have a Labor Day in the spring and it's not associated with the United States' Labor Day. Like Berea College has its own Labor Day. And on this day, all of the departments, um, it's basically um, a fair. It's a basically a fair of the labor positions that are on campus and during Labor Day, you can apply to a different department. And um, that is how you'll find your next labor position. So if you guys were first years, I would say, you know, first year you're, you get what you get. And then during Labor Day, apply to a new job and then your new job will start sophomore year. Um, so for example, when I got to Berea College, I was assigned an FA, which is the campus janitor, student janitor. Um, and then I applied to be a TA so for my sophomore year, I was able to be a TA. Um, so you don't have to keep the position that you start Berea College with, but for the first year, it is your labor position. Was there anything I left out, Ellie or Channing? Yeah, I would just add that we are in the middle of process and as labor supervisors of selecting and um, students who are interested in um, uh, pursuing positions who, that work in our office. I think one of the best ways uh, to, um, make sure that you are being noticed um, as part of that process by the labor supervisor is to reach out to them. So um, Don, I will I will put um, Bob Harn, who is the farm manager's uh, contact information in the chat. And I would just encourage you to reach out to him so that he can indicate um, if he has space on his team, he can indicate um, in his preference form that he is interested in having you um, work on his um, work on his team, if he thinks that you would be a good fit for uh, one of the entry level farm positions. Uh, the farm is one of those places where um, they always need labor students uh, just because of all the, the work that they have to do to, to keep the farm running. Um, I'm seeing another question about the vehicle application for transfer students. Um, I would suggest emailing sst at berea.edu to request that specifically um, because it may not be sent out. It may be sent out to continuing students, but it wouldn't make sense to send it to new incoming students. So I'm just, just to make sure we don't miss you, you should email us um, 
and I will just make sure that gets to you once it's available. Um, so Eric Lynn asked um, where to find a list of labor positions. So there is actually not a list currently. You will be matched um, in your first labor position based on the information you submitted in online orientation and also just where spaces are available on campus. However, in the spring um, for Labor Day, um, there will be a list of positions and you can apply for your second year position based off of that. I also wanted to add, um, I should have added this earlier. Uh, my name is Iyak, I'm an, an orientation leader as well. But um, in regard to, I know David was asking about um, if there was like recorded, um, like the Zoom meetings, if they were recorded and if he could reach them again, Ellie had mentioned Anchor and the Zoom meetings are on Anchor, but also there's a lot of useful information for transfer students in general, because um, we have some students who like, there's like their little podcast um, and students will talk about like their, their experiences, like how student life works and, um, and all of these other various aspects that apply to you guys, even as transfer students. So I would definitely recommend checking it out, even if you have attended all of the Zoom meetings, um, just because there's, there's a lot of useful information there for becoming acclimated to Berea College, so. And you should also follow O-Team on Instagram. That's another great way to learn more about the um, student experience as well. Oh, and we also have Transfer OLs, um, orientation leaders. They're not currently in this call, but there are other orientation leaders who have become acclimated to our school who are, you know, now serve with us. And so they've been in your same shoes and they are definitely useful people to reach out to. Another thing that I will let you know as just a preview that will be part of the welcome week schedule will be a transfer student um, information session on Sunday afternoon, um, where we will be getting all of the transfer students together just to talk about um, your schedules and things generally specific to, um, to transfer students. We hope to have a transfer student panel so that um, you can ask them questions like it's not just an administrative uh, conversation that I would lead you in, but um, it would be a Question, you know, an opportunity for you to ask questions of other uh, transfer students who have navigated Berea well. Oh, there, Kansas asked how many clubs are at Berea and when do those begin? Is there a club day? There is not a club day in the sense of like, we take the day off classes and participate in clubs. Um, but there are, are over 100 registered student organizations on campus that um, pretty much are um, involved in every area that you could want. And those, um, there will be a student involvement fair, there will be um, a student opportunity fair uh, for community service if you're interested in finding a way uh, to serve while you're on campus. Um, there will be um, an opportunity to log into Berea Engage, which is our student engagement software. Um, where you can see all of the registered student organizations and just a lot of opportunities to connect with um, the campus life team and the student engagement teams of, of labor students and of professional staff members um, whose job it is is to make sure that we have registered student organizations uh, to engage students and support their experience. So OLs, I would love to hear like what are some of the, the clubs and organizations um, that you are a part of? So I'm a part of CELTS, um, which is Center for Excellence in Learning Through Service, I believe. Um, but I'm also a Bonner Scholar at school. So my labor position, I work off campus. Um, we currently work in schools just doing like um, community service and things of that nature. But Celts in general um, is where you go if you want to do service while you're at Berea. And I totally recommend it. We have a bunch of different clubs within Celts um, that service different, um, different demographics. And so we have like adopt a grandparent where you spend some time with, you know, elderly people and um, doing a, a whole bunch of different activities and just random things. We have Bria Buddies. Um, you essentially get a little kid that you spend time with every week. And that's a whole lot of fun. It can bring a whole lot of joy to people's days because Bria can be overwhelming. I will say that. 
Um, but we have a lot of different clubs within within Celts. But if you want to do service, that's that's the way to do it. Um, and then even like dance, every dance team is its own club. And we have a lot of dances, which Shola indicated she's a part of. Um, I think she danced for ASA, African Student Association. Um, honors or is that the Celts group? Um, I don't know what you mean by honors, David. Um, but Celts is its own um it's its own building. And then within the building, that's where the different teams operate. And some of them go off campus to work. Um, so like even Habitat for Humanity, they'll meet there and then they'll go serve off campus. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm a part of, so. Yeah, so there's not an honors program at Berea. All of the classes at Berea and all of the majors at Berea are um, very rigorous. Um, and so there, there isn't an honors program. Um, so um, Celts uh, is, uh, is our hub for uh, community service and uh, service learning. So um, there are seven to 10 programs every year of ways students um, can either as a volunteer or as a labor student uh, get involved in our campus community or in our water uh, community in the town of Berea um, or, in, or taking a course that has some kind of service learning element to it. Um, so some courses as part of Spanish 103 students often I teach um, English as a second language. Um, so there are various ways. Um, that's just one example of the ways that our courses are integrating a service learning component uh, into, into those courses. Does anyone else have questions that we might be able to answer? And I think by um, Ryan means that he's the president of the Black Student Union. Um, if you have not already gone to your Summer Connections session, um, your Summer Connections session will involve an opportunity fair. Um, and during that time, you'll get to hear from some different campus partners as well with whom you can get involved. Um, so that's another good time to sort of dip your toe in um, before you get to campus. I also refer to it as like a trailer and then the movie happens once you actually get here. Um, but I do see one other question in the chat. Um, great question. So Channing mentioned earlier that when you get your schedule, you'll get an email from our office. In that email, there will also be information about textbook buying. Um, and that typically um, goes through the campus bookstore. Um, you'll be able to log in and it'll have your schedule and the specific books for your classes. Um, and so you, you can go through Amazon or Chegg or a textbook rental service, um, but there is actually textbook rental available through the campus bookstore as well. Um, and I noticed Dawn said um, when specifically she should order books, but um, I will, I would encourage you to talk to like upperclassmen who have taken those classes and ask them like whether one, the textbook was used and two, um, just like ask them about the class in, in regard to the textbook, because sometimes you don't have to, you know, wait as long or sometimes you might notice that the, the online version might be better or just different things like that. So you could save yourself a lot of money if you do reach out and inquire about textbooks from upperclassmen, um, because that's information you can't really get anywhere else. So, but as far as when it's different for every class. And I also see um, a question about when, how do you know your Summer Connections session? Um, you should have gotten an email invitation and also an invitation in the mail with your assigned Summer Connections date. Um, if you're not sure, please, like many things, email sst at berea.edu and we can check that information for you and make sure you have the proper link. So I, I do just want to add something about textbooks. If you are unsure if you are going to remain in that class, like so um, you see you have the link to your schedule, you look at your schedule, that link will probably also link you to our online bookstore. Um, Berea does not have a physical textbook uh, store any longer. A couple of years ago, uh, we moved to an online format hoping to save students money, and I think that it has. And so, um, it, you will take you will go to the online uh, bookstore and be able to see the books that are required for your classes and it, it really just depends on when um, to what when those books are required hopefully your professor has given instructions there's a place as professors as a faculty member 
I can select what books I'm requiring for the courses that I teach. I can also add some text information. So I always try to do that for my courses and many other faculty uh, do as well, excuse me. And so hopefully they'll tell you like, hey, this is the book you have to buy new because you need this access code, but you can also buy this one used. And you know the 10th edition is the newest edition, but you can go all the way back to the seventh edition and still have the same content for the course. Um, just try to um, either if that information is not on the online textbook website, uh, try to check with the professor um, or like students have recommended, definitely check with upper class students to see if that textbook is used in the course frequently or if they have a copy of the textbook that they will sell you for a significantly reduced rate because that happens a lot as well. So David, if you have an outside scholarship for books, um, that will be on your student account. And if you don't see that, um, if it's not obvious how it's posted on your student account, um, financial aid um, is the best place to contact. And I will drop their um, email address in the chat. If you email finaid at bria.edu, they can answer questions about outside scholarships. If you want to do an internship, Kansas ask about an internship. There are going to be information sessions um, all throughout the academic year um, about how to do an internship, both um, applying for internships and also finding and creating your ideal internship. Uh, Berea College um, tries to make internships as accessible as possible. And so I spend um, the other half of my time, half of my time is spent in student success and transition, and half of my time is also spent in our career center, the Office of Internships and Career Development, who oversees internships. And so um, there will be plenty of opportunities for first year uh, students and new transfer students to learn about internships in the 2021-2022 academic year. Several uh, information sessions will happen uh, in person and virtually uh, to let you know about internships. We have just a few minutes left if anyone else has um, any questions for us. Um, if you don't have any questions, you are free to go. Um, the next thing we will have coming up is an informational session about um, the labor program. Um, so keep an eye out for that. That will be coming up um, on Monday, a week from yesterday. Um, so please attend that if you feel like learning a little bit more about the labor program. That'll be a really good opportunity to hear from folks who actually work in the labor program. Um, so like I said, if you have no other questions, you are free to go, but we will keep the Zoom open until 7 p.m. in case you have any more specific questions. <laughs>